no money in poetry That's what sets a poet free I've had all the freedom I can stand You got your cold dog soup and rainbow pie All it takes to get me by Fool my belly till the day I die Cold dog soup and rainbow pie Well, Shawnee, hello, welcome. This is a podcast called Cold Dog Soup, the mixtape. I'm Larry, that's Rob. You know, I often say that backwards, so I'm sure that people are very confused. It's because it's because we say Rob and Larry. Yeah, Rob gets um, top billing, duh, because yeah. Rob, right? But look, here we are, Shawnee. I don't know what day this is. Rob's going to be a real, real prima donna. He's going to be a real bridezilla if he doesn't get top billing. <laughs> We've hit that time of year where we don't know what day it is. Mm-mm. We don't know what year it is. We don't know anything right now. Um, it's been forever, seemingly, since we recorded this podcast. You know, we went through the holidays, and you and I have talked about how the holidays are, like like a lot of people, they're uh, weird feelings. This year, super weird feelings. All those things. We're going to shake those sillies out today. We're going to shake them all out. We're going to shake them all out. We're going to get into a jam. That no matter when it comes on, no matter what I'm doing, what I'm feeling, this baby will bring me out, gets these old toes a-tapping, gets mm-hmm. these sexual shoulders a-swiggling and wiggling. It gets mm-hmm. everything happening in my body. And you know what, Rob? I have you <laughs> to thank for this jam. It's surprising. Now, I, I was going to ask you, I, I believe I sent you a, a different song by The Frights. You did. You did. And, I don't and this remember- kind of... It's it's even more rare that if I send you one song that you go on to like other songs mm-hmm. about. I don't even remember what that song was. Crust uh, bucket. Sure, crust a bucket. <laughs> bucket full of crust. Uh, but I remember listen. Uh, it sat, and this was back. This was back in the good old days when you could message people through Spotify. Like oh this, yeah. And this sat and and if you saw the message, you probably would never see it again because you couldn't navigate your way back to the damn thing. So I remember oh, the it apps sat are, there. The apps terrible. Yeah, it sat Sweet. there and it sat there, and I finally got around to listening to it. And I was like, okay. And then I went in and just listened to the record, and then this thing came on. I was like, motherfucker, this here, I am really vibing on. I know jack shit about the band. I couldn't name you another song right now. Um, I think if I remember right, the record suffers from a lot of sameness throughout. Uh, well, they're, yeah. I mean, that's very, just the nature of the band. That's the nature of the band. And I'm yeah. really, that's not a knock. That's just no. always going to be a personal choice of mine. I need a lot of variance if I'm going to go super deep with you. But that's neither here nor there. It's 2021. I'm a kinder, gentler Hankins. Hankin credit. Taking credit and the high road. That is my <laughs> well, you know for 2021. Talking about wackiness and years, I don't know why I have to segue into everything. Um, I could just say, hey, Hankins, that reminds me. You know, this year... We are doing a podcast, and it technically <laughs> is broadcasting, and we should hold some of the tenets. Hold some of the rhetorical flourishes open. Um, I, I think that, um, you know, this year, of course, you know... R- retains the bulk of these episodes in Cold Dog Soup's new, uh, newest iteration. But <clears throat> I think that this was the year where I find out that you, you're just a closet pop punk fan. 
this is the year that I found out I'm a closet pop punk fan. <laughs> because not only not only did you go off and find another song by I'm sorry, the, we're doing would you like to do the honors and No, no, say, you did the thing. I like it. Uh, the the song we're gonna talk about today is Kids by the Frights. <clears throat> and uh not only did you go off and find another song by this band, it's not a traditionally pop punk band if you you know, in, in the way you and I might think of it as like some forty one or uh-huh. whatever that ship band that did I'm just a kid. Um, California Suns, I'm going to call them. Um, but California Ray Suns. California Ray Suns. <laughs> Fuck, write that down, Shotty. Write that down. We got to start a band called California Ray Suns. Oh, famous for the band, uh, uh, Two Scoops. Punk covers of uh, famous Motown songs. Also, you said Two Scoops, which is funny. What you don't know, what you don't know, Shotty, is Two Scoops is my performing name when I do gay wrestling. <laughs> that ladies and gentlemen what is you're the, listening to this what and you a, think that's a funny jokester on that podcast that goddamn larry is a jokester and a half he ain't he's telling you the god as i told the police told you about the police that's a straight shoot <laughs> what is gay wrestling well you know gay wrestling wrestling like the maybe the timelines has uh um uh, not the timelines, the storylines that have more uh, LGBT-related issues in them? Nope, 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 nope. That, that could be gay wrestling. Sure, sure. Um, this is um, softcore wrestling shot with the intent to distribute to homosexual men with a certain kind of preference. Okay, cool. Check us out at bwn.com. I don't know. It's Black Wrestling Network. Um, it's a thing. I, it's, a, it's a thing that, because I live by one simple rule. Mm-hmm. If a friend asks you for help, you help them. Sure. A friend asked me to come do some stuff with this gay wrestling federation. I mm-hmm. said, you know what? You're my friend. I don't care that you're a homosexual. No. I'm going to be here for you, pal. Where do I get tied up? <laughs> um I'm I'm extremely curious about uh about a lot of these things. I swear we were talking about pop punk. <laughs> yeah, so you can um not only did you go off and find another song by The Frights, you found a more popular song, mm-hmm. a more accessible song, mm-hmm. and a song with a music video, so you know it's probably one of the like one singles that they mm-hmm. did not released. know there was a music video. Very excited about that. Um, it is uh, exactly what you might think. Uh-huh. It's, uh, it it's got a bit. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot Probably of... Probably a lot of this kind of acting where people are waving their hands around. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's, yep. it's, it's, a, it's a lot of Avril Lavigne. Oof. 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 All right. So here we go. And the reason I picked this song now... There's a, again, I said, this fucker will snap me out of the doldrums. And, you know, it's been a rough time for everybody for any number of reasons. And I just ain't been feeling... A1. Shiny ain't been feeling A1. Nobody's been feeling A1 here lately. You cut this motherfucker on at Worcestershire. I will come out of I will come out of a coma if it's so just no gang. If I'm ever fucked up and they got me on some bullshit, put this on some headphones, slap her on, I'll come out of that bitch fight. And um, if that I, doesn't work during the wake we're playing, didn't I blow you away? You that you're so close. You are so Didn't I blow you away this time? Blow your mind. You're you, you own it. it. But there you go. Put the Delphonics on and just kick that old casket right out of the church doors. Everybody wave and then have a good time because there's no sense in sitting around crying over me. It's not worth the effort. 
<laughs> but additionally, after you come out of the holidays, um, this is like the post-holiday song where you have to go home to your childhood bedroom. You have to be around your family. And you, you go through this, you, you go through the thing of, my God, these people can get on my nerves, but man, I sure do fucking love them. Mm-hmm. And so that's what this song is. It is the, the, it's growing up, fucking around, thinking your parents are the worst people, and then getting out in the real world and realizing, oh shit, they're probably just humans trying to survive too. <laughs> so this is, here we are. This is the, um, uh, the equivalent of uh, like one of those parables that you see, like, um, I, you know, when I was, a, when I was a young man, I thought my father was the stupid, the, the dumbest person alive. And then when I was a teenager, I thought that blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, now that I'm old and, and he's not here, you know, I love him. And I wish he was here one more time. One of those things that you see, like yeah. maybe in convinced more eloquent version on like, um, let's just be generic and call it a Karen's wall. Yeah. 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 It's a real parlor background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, free speech. <laughs> All right, Shawnee, let's get it going. <clears throat> um, kids by the frights. Trying to hide the feeling that I'm never leaving home. Everybody wants me dead, but I just want to be left alone. Have you ever felt the pressure building in your brain growing up a suicide and it's making me insane? All right. If I just heard hearing you read that, I'm like, that's dumb as shit. Yeah, it's um, it's good Charlotte. That's all it is. It is. It's good Charlotte. I think the difference between this one is this song sonically is very good. And it yeah. is not derivative at all. Like, I'm not arguing with you that it's pop punk because I'll that's the best label. That's the most yeah, the closest accurate thing label you can call it. to yeah. put on it. But there's something else in this. A, it's just recorded very well. One. Um, there's a lot of big old synth sounds and it just starts that pounding. And I was on a long car ride and as I do, I just start waxing poetic about things, whether the person wants to hear it or not. Um, and I got on this long run about how important melody is just in general. And I don't know that we talk about that or we don't, maybe we don't notice it enough, but the melody of those lines um, helps to end the, and the, and the sound of the song really helps to punch up what are pretty low entry level lyrics, except for, um, you know, everybody wants me dead and I just want to be left alone. While it is a little juvenile, it is very accurate for a juvenile. Like that is, those are the kind of lyrics, the things you would say or write on your fucking notebook if yeah, you're I mean, at that age. It's, it, it's one of the few instances, at least in my opinion, that like, um, where the most simplest and direct of lyrics that just because it's that doesn't make it bad. Correct. But it, that really is just that one line that <clears> in one that line. group yeah. before. Yeah. Growing up a suicide to make me insane. That's not good. That so is... we're, we're, we're batting 250 in the first verse. Yeah. You know what? I, I'm going to, I'm going to bump us up to like 325 just because of the sound. And there's an intro that just says, Oh yeah, baby, that's what I'm talking about, which is basically indecipherable in the song. But yeah. again, it, it starts with a, it, it, it gets you going up the roller coaster really quick. Sure. And then boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Keep it rolling. And they, oh. the, the rare four-line four verse, four line verse <laughs> and then they hit you with the chorus. 
That's pop punk as shit. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Uh, now I, I hate my mom and dad and you. You told me you were sad. So we, we left our homes at last. Now I, I miss my mom and dad. Again, nothing in there on its own is very good. No individual line in there is breakthrough. No new ground. It's well-trodden territory, except for the fact that it does a thing that a lot of songs like this would be scared to do. Most songs in this vein, when you think of them right off, would stay on the hating their mom and dad thing. That's what it would stay on. But it's the turn of the last, the last part of that chorus that makes the whole shit. It turns it from a standard punk dirge about how tough it is to, uh-oh, oh shit, it's tough everywhere. Um, I've left my home with this with this person, and now I just well, I just miss my fucking parents, dude. And <laughs> and as we as the song builds, now I miss my mom and dad. Gets more and more strained as he's delivering it, and and reading it the way I do, reading the lyrics the way I do on the on the show, very mechanically, mm-hmm. like you know, if I, if I can help it, um, it's, it doesn't do justice to the way it's delivered. Um, but that's the whole point. Like, yeah, again, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the, that's why this thing is so cool to me. Cause is, the Freds kind of have this, like, um, <laughs> they kind of have like, not, uh, I'm, I'm struggling to think of like the, the genre or style, but like the fifties, like you're at the, um, the, uh, uh, heritage, uh, heritage, uh, hate. voyage, voyage under the sea dance. And, uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. It is sort of a, a fifties doo wop. It's like sort a Chuck of, Berry doo yeah, wop. Is what I was going to yeah. say. I didn't. It think is that, was that right kind there. of thing where it is. It is very simple. It's yeah. very straightforward, and it even has sort of those beats and measures to it. Like if you just put a different arrangement underneath this, this would fit very neatly into a world where Teen Angel, Teen Angel, was on the radio. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's, yeah, it, it is, and it's akin. And then the the frantic nature of the guitar playing is akin to Chuck Berry. It is sort of a throwback song if you start to break down its elements. Um, but we talk a lot on here about like delivery sometimes changes everything. Mm-hmm. And in the hands of a different group, if if this song, if you stripped away everything, and it was just delivered like a regular punk song was. And it was just power chord, straight up. Fucking low-hanging guitar strap, playing the guitar down at your knees, that shit. I wouldn't think twice about it. I was like, oh, that's some, you know, it is what it is, whatever. Well, so that's the thing. This is kind of, um, this is kind of a mix between, <laughs> there is a track two on Green Day's Insomniac <clears throat> called Brat which is the album after Dookie. So they had two albums for Dookie. No one listened to until Dookie came out. Then Insomniac comes out and it's decidedly at all. What's that? I don't like that phrasing at all. Um, And then uh, Insomniac came out and uh, that might be the first time you've made a poop joke. (laughs) In like, I'm going to say a thousand hours. Literally ever. (laughs) Ever. Um, yeah, I mean, you've you've exited the room because I wouldn't stop playing a YouTube playlist of people we'll do doing it. their and pants I'll do live interviews. <laughs> um, but uh, track two on Insomniac by Green Day is called Brat, and it's literally like waiting for your parents to pass away so you can collect their like inheritance. Ooh, and goof. it's just gross and like, 
you know, it, it does have that like hard driving music behind yep. it. And that's kind of like what the entire album of Insomniac is, but that's, that's kind of gross. It's a mix between that and Christmas all over again by Tom Petty. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Where it includes the line. Like I kind of miss him. I just don't want to kiss him. Yeah. Um, uh, something like I, I know we'll have lots of fun. I hope mama gets her shopping done. It's it, it like, it includes those two ideas of being like, you know, not wishing your parents were dead, but like just, you know, getting the hell away from them. And I do appreciate that in the lyrics, he, uh, he does reach, I miss my mom and dad first. Yes. As the reason why you long for your mom and dad. Yes. Yes. It, it is. And that's it. This song throws me off because a, I mean, like it's very, as if you didn't pay attention to the lyrics at all, mm-hmm. it's a dance track. Like yeah. that's what it is. You're just shaking in your boogie and you're having the best of times. But wrapped up, in, and then we talked in this first verse, the lyrics are very elementary and basic. But what is in here is this incredible love note to his parents. Yeah. It is wonderful love. And, like, I always just think about his poor parents hearing this song for the first time. And, like, that first fucking chorus pumps in. And, like, what, this motherfucker? We, we sent him to the school he wanted to go I bought to. you your first fucking guitar, asshole. We bought asshole. him his fancy guitar and all his sense. And we, we sat up late every night listening to him and his jackass friends in that damn garage, monkeying about. And they went through three drummers. <laughs> and and the first one was fine. It was fine. It was there a was step down every time. He was fine. He went on to front. Uh, he went on to be in some other band. It was Dave Grohl. The drummer that kicked out was Dave Grohl. <laughs> and then, and they're just like, "What the fuck?" And then getting hit with, um, "Ah, look at it. like it's just a it, it's a different it's a very different take on this kind of song." Uh, verse two, hit me with that old Hebrew. Met the cow. Them niggas back in ICU. I'm lifted. I'm sorry. I've gone on a Wu Tang run. <laughs> I can make it on my own, but I never needed this. Now I pay for insurance, and I'm always getting sick. If you want to get back together, we could break up again. Oh my God, whatever. I'm a fucking dick. It, it does not get now in that li- in that verse. I'm ready to declare all those lyrics great. <laughs> like it, it, it's like he grew up, and in the song. It's like this, the person is growing up in the song and it is like the writer kind of grew up in the second verse. I mean, the, I can't stress enough how shitty that first verse is from just a line by line, lyric by lyric analysis. There's yeah, only one, for sure. you know, it's, just, it's not good, but I can make it on my own, but I never did this. And then now I pay for insurance and I'm always getting sick. It's just, that is, that's, that's a modern fucking dilemma. Like mm-hmm. you take, go back in punk music for the history of forever. Ain't nobody <laughs> talking about no insurance. Like that's just well, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, rapping. <laughs> Which Ramon did the fucking oh, rap song? Oh God! Oh, and, and, and he says he loves. And he says he loves getting bills in the mail. Was that Didi Ramon? Yeah, it was Didi. He was yeah. rapping Didi. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, I, I man, I really I forgot all about that. Uh, yeah, Didi Ramon was hitting you, and but so on two levels, I guess. Let me let me walk that let me walk that statement back. If you look at this kind of punk, like that poppy punk, like that the the Green Day stuff you were talking about. Yeah, that's not a Green Day lyric from back then. You know, from no. early days. But like now, that's a real problem, and that is a very very relatable thing that is a part of growing up that nobody ever 
it's going to bring up to you. You don't know what insurance is until somebody says you ain't got none. Like that's, <laughs> where, that's where insurance starts. Um, and now this guy's paying for his own insurance. And he's just, he feels sick all the time. Just constantly sick, which is another part of growing up. Which I, I, I like to think that the, the point in those two lines is uh, <clears throat> you, you appreciate what your parents did, not that you're, you're moving back so that they can pay for your own insurance. Or, no, no, yeah, I agree. Like he's just, and, and, but then again, there's the twist on it of like, ah, oh, shit. Cause he might have to go back home. Like yeah, sure. he may go back home in this, which is a very current modern problem. Um, that this song becomes more and more relevant sort of as every year goes along. Like, you motherfuckers got to go back home sometimes. And it's I, true. Shani, I got to tell you, I ain't going to say what I wouldn't do. <laughs> but I'm gonna I mean, shit, when I, when I moved back to D.C., uh, from D.C. Uh, to Alabama. Um, well, shit, yeah, you, we went, you went through that. So, fuck it. Yeah. Tell the people, like, what is, what is that process like? I mean, the only thing is. This is uh, an intervention, I, by the way. I don't know if I told you that. <laughs> the the only thing the only thing that i didn't like about it was just uh i felt like i wasn't contributing to society <laughs> because you know i mean i i moved back and i was still you know i i started my own like one person consulting uh business if you want to technically call it that and that's about all you can um and then you know just because it took a little longer to find exactly the kind of job i wanted because i was a certain age and needed you know felt that i was worth a certain income and didn't want to take a step back and eventually i found that um it it took me you know moving to two other cities and then back again but yeah i mean it was great because i love my parents (laughs) but um you know uh i just you know felt felt like a like a mooch because uh you know they wouldn't accept any any assistance or Mm -hmm. or or anything like that until basically i you know said well forced it on them (laughs) yeah and then fucking big mortgage and i mean no no exactly but like you know if i lost my job uh and subsequently my house I mean, they'd welcome me back tomorrow yeah shit and and thank god because uh my mother paid me to come back home (laughs) <laughs> you pay for like, I mean please, it is I will pay you to live here and I gotta tell you it because of that um I've never really felt the stress of not having a safety net right right yeah hell yeah hell yeah and that is and, but you don't you don't think about that until it's in your face mm-hmm. and there's certainly times where they drive you absolutely fucking crazy sure but nobody Nobody on this planet can make me matter than my own mother. Mm-hmm. The person on this planet who loves me the most of any person on this planet. No, qu- she's first and second. Like you'd have to add up. You'd have to add up the next ten people that love me to even get half of them. And she can make me the most angry of anyone in this world. It's like if if somebody if somebody um <clears throat> like I'm at the grocery store and somebody purposefully ran their their buggy into mine and then stared me down. I'd be like, oh. Excuse me, I'm so sorry. Excuse me. Absolutely. Um, if my mom like misremembers the slightest thing, I'd be like, God damn it, mom. No. I'm a maniac. I'm a goddamn maniac. And well time, it. I don't like prime rib. <laughs> well, maybe, know that's just, that. maybe she's just cooking it the wrong way. <laughs> but yeah, I, and I don't understand what that is, but um, it is a big piece of growing up where you do have that thing where you realize, like, oh man, they weren't being dicks. No. They were just trying to fucking make it. Yeah, or absolutely. 
they didn't have a thing against me. I was just an asshole. <laughs> you have to and, realize all that shit. And I mean, even if the even in the greatest of situations, I think it's easy for kids. <clears throat> I mean, it's always easy for kids to not humanize their parents because they're a you know, uh, uh, they come from a place of authority and, you know, they've always been bigger than you and they've always, you know, been able to exert that authority uh, over you. But it's not just humanizing people. Maybe even though they're they're coming at it like a united front, maybe they've been fighting behind closed doors for the past 10 fucking years. Yeah. And, you know, there is a train of thought or a theory that, and I, I've often subscribed to it. They're like, well, family is important. However, that's what Vin Diesel told me in all that's the what Fast Vin and Furious movies. It, that, that's the crux of the Fast and Furious family. family. I believe family to be important. Um, but there's a point where like, all right, just because we're family don't mean you can get over them. And that, you know, that kind of thing. But sure, like sure, there's, sure. there's a thing where I've often said, ah, you know, if, if I met this person outside of being in my family, would we get along? You know, and so that's one way to look at it. Um, and there's a lot of, there, there's some fairness in that. Um, but at the same time, when it's your parents, God, it's just, that has got to be the most combustible fucking mix, weird mixing pot of anything. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, we talked about this on the, the last episode. Um, oh, I'm sorry for retreading ground. No, no, no. I mean, this, ago. this, this just reinforces it. Like it, um, it doesn't help that I was rubbing my eyes when I said that, cause I made it look like, was, um, no, it's because, uh, you know, in, in the rerun of the, um, Christmas shoes it's like it's tough you love these people and because you're so comfortable around them you're you know you <laughs> you let your truest self come out and unfortunately yeah. your truest self has it the is, shortest fucking fuse this this side of North Korea so shortest fuse man it makes no fucking sense it makes no sense I remember I got mad at my mother at Christmas because she was trying to get me to eat a pecan bar it was fucking delicious yeah I don't know why I was not wanting to eat it well I know yeah. why I didn't want to eat it but the principle remains just eat Eat the damn pecan bar. Eat the pecan bar. <laughs> Love your parents. Eat the pecan bar. Shawnee hit me with that chorus again. <laughs> Ooh. All right, no, all right, I, before I get that, we I, I need to fucking talk about, um, if we want to get back together, we can break up again. Yeah. Oh, my God, whatever. And then I'm a fucking dick is just delivered in the just most pained yell, the most exacerbated. I am so over this shit. Um, and that, that last part is is very well done because he finds that I'm going to, we're just going to assume girl could be a person of any sex, but it feels sure. like, yeah, whatever. Um, he finds this person who he has this kinship with. They're both over their stupid parents and they get out here together. And by verse two, they've already broken up once. Yeah, <laughs> At <that's>... least once <laughs> they've already broken up. I think I, I think that demonstrates like how uh, irrationally or not uh, much uh, he wanted to get the hell away from his parents in the beginning, because he left for somebody you know that he probably wasn't sure that you know that relationship was going to last an extended no, period of time. No. And mutual despondency is nowhere to start a relationship. <laughs> I mean, like your bond a, can't be. Oh, your dad's a dick. So is mine. Let's move in together. Done. God, Shani, think about, think about how different you would react to this song at 15. Like, how how do you think you'd feel about this if you heard it? You know, little Shani has just put down his slice of papyrus. He is really (laughs) banged out six o'clock rant. 
or that that mean thing about your dad. Um, he's in full on 15 year old boy mode, which is one of the worst things on the planet. They should lock us all up until we're 25. Mm -hmm. There, I said it. Um, 14 to 25, they put us away. But at any rate, um, <laughs> how does that little Shawnee feel about this song if he hears it? Uh, you know, I, th I think it's one of those songs that, you know, you, you feel bad listening to. Um, it doesn't help that, like, it's a it's a jam. It's a it's a song to listen to. It doesn't help that like Don't it's not it's not a standout among other songs like it musically. It is just a jam. I would have. I don't know how. I don't know. I think I think I would have taken it um, fairly similarly, um, but I wouldn't have related at all. Like I wouldn't have. I would have listened to like ah, you know, my parents probably aren't so bad, but. Yeah. I still would have made some excuse for why it was right to move out in the first place. Of course. <laughs> but yeah, I'm a fucking dick is just delivered. It's, it's a, an incredible delivery. It, it is shivers down the spine the way he delivers that crazy, stupid lyric. It's not bad. <clears throat> so then, you know, he goes back into, I hate, I hate my mom and dad. You told me you were sad. So we, we left our homes at last. Now I, I miss my mom and dad. And also sort of the lie that he tells right there in the, the part of the chorus, we left our homes at last. It hadn't been that long. Yeah. It hadn't been that long of a time. I mean, le legally, how old do you, you got to be? I mean, to rent an apartment, I guess you got to be 18, but I don't know that to be true. Like maybe older than that. I'm trying to think, when the fuck did I have my, how old was I when I had my first apartment? Um, I would have not 21. I can say that. Um, so I was probably around 20. 18 feels about right, I guess. <clears throat> can I, can I share? Are you on Genius right now? Uh-huh. Okay. I am. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to completely derail this, but. I'm derail you, it, baby. Can you please scroll down all the way to the bottom? Uh-huh. 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 And can you read the lone comment oh, by Jesus user Christ. Walter Singleton? <clears throat> <laughs> and and tell tell the audience what this song has done to one family. All right, here we go, boys. And how they hope to heal. I am learning this just like you, our loyal listeners, are right now from user Walter Singleton. Seth and Aiden, I hope one day you stumble upon this and read it and realize that you that what you are going through is not your fault. You were always both good kids and you were both growing into strong, intelligent young men with good hearts. And I'm very proud of you. Your sister Halsey misses you both very much. Haley, excuse me. Your sister Haley misses you both very much. She hopes very much you can be reunited with you one day. As for me, I'm broken. I can't fight anymore. Every day, my heart and mind is consumed by my grief and longing for our relationship to be restored. But after five years, I can't go on like this. I have to put it away and focus on other things. Should you ever decide to look me up, I will be in Orlando, like always, and not hard to find. My door and my heart will always be open for both of you. Please believe that I don't blame you for any of this. And I'm sorry for what you've had to go through. I'm also sorry for the mistakes I've made along the way, and I hope you can forgive me. Remember to be kind and forgiving to each other. The turmoil and strife between you two is not because of who you are, but because you have been played against each other. 
Don't let the fact that you are treated differently drive a wedge between you. You are brothers. No matter what, I love you both. Yesterday, today, and always. Walter Singleton, dad. That is a father that was inspired to reach out to his kids and heal whatever divides them by this song. Do we know that it's not their parents? Can we seven Aiden in the frights? Give me a list. Give me a roster of the frights. (laughs) What the flying fuck? (laughs) Okay, thank God. It's Mikey, Richard, Mark, and Jordan. Okay, so some dude, some fucking Walter, not some dude, Walter fucking Singleton knows his boys like this song, Seth and Aiden. He goes to the genius of this. At what the flying fuck? In 2018. You know what? Internet, I'm going to say something I never thought I'd say. You done good. 12 thumbs up, no thumbs down on that comment. <laughs> I mean, that is that is incredible. I mean, you know, first Orlando of all. Orlando father. <laughs> let's let's signal boost this. Probably the best father in, in Orlando. The but- only father in Orlando. <laughs> Walter Singleton, let's get Seth and Aiden. Man, I am going to do some uh, Facebook sleuthing today. (laughs) Three years ago is when that comment was made. I can only hope that they're coming off of a great Christmas, the Singleton thing. Who played them against each other? I don't know. I don't like it. I have so many questions. I don't like it. Shani, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say. I'm not saying. I got nothing. Where does Haley Haley fit into all this? Haley misses them both. Where is the mom? Is the mom the one that played them against each other? Oh, no. Oh, shit. We have opened up a can of worms on this podcast game. Um, I got to know what's up with the Singleton family. I got to figure it out. We were going to have a real Singleton watch. If our our social media accounts were, were active at all. We would have, we would have a, a singleton watch every day. I'm broken. I can't fight anymore. Every day my heart and consume, uh, is consumed by grief, longing for a to be restored. But after f- shit, so after five years, three years ago, we're talking eight years now. Yeah, yeah. Of time elapsed from oh, you know what? Eight years ago, uh, from about this time, you know what? You know what I bet happened? You know who's the who's the problem? Barack Obama. Well, he got inaugurated. He did. And he was like, like Walter had a fucking fit. (laughs) (laughs) Walter had a Florida fit. (laughs) You remember, you remember Barack Obama's uh, famous uh, inauguration speech in Uh 2013? Hate your parents. There's nothing. You've never seen me mention my parents once. Look around. I uh, I never knew my dad and I did better for it. Except for Seth and Aiden. This dad's a bitch. If your father lives in Orlando, he doesn't love you. Period. Plain and simple. That's all there is to it. There's no way Walter Singleton voted for Mm-mm. He didn't. He didn't. He did not. He's in Orlando. Maybe not 2013, though. Obama, but I bet I bet he uh I bet he I bet he voted for him the second time. Honey, I gotta do a quick Walter Singleton look up. I gotta see what Walter's up to. Um I I'm, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is not a bit. <laughs> we are learning this together in real time. In real time, I am gobsmacked by <laughs> what the fuck. 
I just I just want to know everything about Walter Singleton and how he came to. I'm I'm very disappointed that the Richard uh, in the frights his last name is not Diculus. You really got into a trap last night about how much you love. It was hilarious. That that's you a were funny bit. Very excited about the term Richard Diculus. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing on Singleton Watch. We'll come back to that later. Um, there's we'll one get in some New yours, and they're all black, also. So, <laughs> I mean, you know. I want to know how he knew his boys loved this song so much. Or maybe it was just a song about him. Maybe it was from his library. Maybe. Maybe fucking Walter loved this jam. And his I mean, boys, probably not, but. Probably not. No. Probably not. Wonder, are, where are the frights from? Are they from Orlando? Is there any connection to the band themselves? I. Are the frights on Orlando or, you know, Kissimmee they've area band? <laughs> they've got to be California because I think. Uh, they got swept up in the whole Burger Records Me Too shit mm. this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you name a company Burger Records, you're asking for trouble. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, no, yeah, San Diego, San Diego, Florida, classic punk and doo wop. <laughs> Their musical style mixed elements of surf, classic punk and doo wop, resulting in tunes that managed to be catchy. Johnny nailed it on the doo wop bit. I really did, you know, and playfully ridiculous all at once. <laughs> Listeners, uh, tweet us at TTF Network. Is yeah, the name. If you got any singleton updates, hit your boys with them because we want to know all about those singletons. More importantly, Let's if get you the family think, back together. If you think somebody named Richard Ridiculous is the funniest thing you've ever heard, text hashtag Ridiculous, hashtag NotMyHankins at TTF Network. Well, folks, this is the part of the show where I say a clever thing about the song we just talked about, but my mind has been blown. Um, I'm going to tell you, if your parents are people that that should be loved, love them. I know not all of them are, so I'm not going to force that on everybody. Some parents are actual dicks. Yeah, Dabo um, Swinney's a dad. Dabo Swinney's a dad. Oh, my God, you missed it when we started calling him dad ball last night. Um, uh, so, yeah, some parents... You know, you can just ignore them. As Patterson Hood said, that, there it is. That's what I'm, uh, that, there's my funny, there's my real smart quote. Uh, like <laughs> the great Patterson Hood said, try to love them, but don't take no shit off of them. This has been Cold Dog Soup, the mixtape.